Welcome to the Immaterial Gamers Podcast. Snitches make stitches, wait. No. Yeah, that was a no, snitches, snitches make stitches. stitches. Uh, yeah, snitches get stitches was actually not to do like to do with like gang related stuff and you know and mafia style activities. It was just um it was actually a police reform reform campaign um where they got criminals to do sewing. I don't know whether that's ever going to be true or not, but you know, if it got D interested, then that's that's fun. Yeah, I D went eh, and I'm like, that never fucking happened. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. No my idea. That's my, like no. that's interesting, and I'm like, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I struggle with sarcasm and thingy. Oh no, that was just that was just completely fake and utter twads. Wallop. But, but it, it fits like though. He was talking about the truth. It does huh? fit though. Ryan thinks it's true. Hey, if, I, if I can make false facts, then that'd be greater than um, Donald Trump. You can also get um, fish, what was it? Uh, it's like in porridge and a couple of the other things. There was actually a prison thing where you could do sewing to make mm. money for currency instead of six. Yeah, uh, it's just like Fisherman's Friend was actually made by a fisherman's friend. Hmm. It's like in Porridge, um, Fletcher's making the nets out of um, sewing the nets up hmm. for his job for a bit. Ah, uh, Porridge. What a show. Oh. That remake was awful, though. They remade it? Yeah, with um, Kevin... Kevin Summer. The guy who played Lee Nelson. Or the character Lee Nelson, basically. Some what chavvy they fuck. remake nowadays? Uh, hmm. Good point. Very good point. Oh, Very yeah. good point. Welcome to the rebooted Immaterial Gamers podcast, by the way. Um, it's ex- it's exactly the same as all the other podcasts, except we may have changed these characterization just slightly so that we could get more Hollywood dollars. Why? What did you do to my characterization? Um, I believe we characterized you as the leader of a criminal organization. Okay. I, I hope you're all right with that. Maybe sleeping with the fishes. Mm, yeah. So uh, yeah, we've got we've got uh, we've got the Codfather themselves, D. <laughs> oh, uh, I can't believe that's actually actual chippy somewhere nearby. Uh, we've 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 got the oddly named. I don't know where this came up on the list. Womb Raider, starring Steph. I you don't know what. I don't know. Um, you know, we just sort of changed a film name to make it a reboot and put you in the starring role, and you ended up in Womb Raider. Um. So is that, a, that sounds bad because that's I would leave that to abortion. I think that might be more of a Brazzers film. I don't know. It sounds more like a trip, like a adult only film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a Brazzers <laughs> thing, Call of Booty. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, that oh, this one should have actually worked better for you, but I'm Ryan, and I guess I'm starring in John Whiff. Um, it's about a former assassin who tries to get into baseball, um, but he's not very successful at it. Oh, mm. oh um, he's the assassin that's always swift with his shots, unlike Deadshot. Oh yeah, he's he's like he's like the in the Simpsons, he's Chief Wiggum, who can fire <laughs> his gun for days and will always miss. Yeah, yeah. So it makes you wonder how he was a successful assassin in the first place. But no, his um... targets would kill themselves with laughter. Ah, uh, that's probably what it was, actually. Yeah, his last target he fired, and the guy was laughing so hard that he didn't realise he was on the 20th floor of a building. No, it could be that it was 
he was on a helicopter unstrapped. Oh, it could be like he squished the shot and somehow ricochets and he's got domino kind of deal. Got like the luckiest fucking power ever. Oh god, actually, yeah, everything that John Whiff does is a Rube Goldberg machine. It's like mousetrap every time. But no, it's like um yeah. Cause I do I do I do like Domino's thingy. Bucky's not a skill. It's yes, it is. It is a power. And you yeah. see Domino and you're like, that is awesome. Yeah, luck is absolutely a power. Why else would luck be in RPGs? Um, but yeah, it's a stat that you can gain, so, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we side-strolled to the pool. My bad. Okay, fair enough. Right, well, let's uh, let's go back on track then with this week's Odd Gaming Trivia, also known as Ryan was today years old when... Oh. Odd Gaming Trivia. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this week's I was today years old when involves the video game The Outer Wilds. Okay. Not the outer, not the outer worlds. Okay. So uh, I didn't realize who founded the company that made that game. Okay. So I uh, don't care to be honest. So carry yeah, on. well, it's happening. You might not care, but some people like trivia. You love some trivia. Like what? Trivia. I like trivia. That's not useless. Well, nah. But it's gaming trivia. Of course, it's fucking useless. But it will always be used by someone for a quiz somewhere. Anyway, Outer Wilds. It's a game what that I was never really interested in, but I heard people played and liked. Oh. You, you're, you're an astronaut, just camping, playing a banjo, and then 22 minutes later you die because the sun went supernova. But you then end up back at your camp. And you keep okay. having to solve puzzles and, and do stuff and figure out why the, you're stuck in this time loop where you're getting killed every 22 20 minutes. minutes because the sun going supernova in your tiny galaxy. And so, you know, it's, it sounds fun. I mean, it's a bit... I don't know. Maybe I'll play it at some point. Maybe not. But the game was made by a company called Mobius Digital. And they have a founder who I would have never have, like put two and two together for the gaming industry in any way, shape, or form. And you will know him as well. I'll give you some clues. I can be your hero, baby. Oh, no, that, that song. I can, know that voice. I can, I can scrunch my face and cause time travel. I'm trying to remember the name it's doing me on. Yes, that is right. I was today years old when I found out that Mobius Digital was founded and created by the guy who played Hiro Nakamura in Heroes, or as I would know him, Franklin in Scrubs. Uh. Masi Oka. Not only is he an actor, and not only is he a founder of a games company, he's also a visual effects artist. Mm. Fingers in many pies. Mm. Well... Yeah, one of the. You're just jealous by the sounds of it. Some of my uh, yearly thing from the Simpsons is as old as we are stuff. Yeah, what? Simpsons is as old as you. I I knew that. Who doesn't know that? I was one year old when the Simpsons started on the Tracy Ullman show. But yeah, and I never knew the. I never knew dinosaurs were around back there. (laughs) Fuck off. Hey, look, look, this is the anyway. thing, because I, the other thing is I didn't watch Eleven Little Roosters, so I completely missed the fact that Hideo Kojima had a cameo in that show. Huh. Well, you should have watched yeah. it then, shouldn't you? Yeah, well, now I did, and now I know. We should have watched it with the rest of us. 
I mean, I would actually find it hilarious if they, I mean, I mean, Josh Flanagan's left rooster teeth, so the chances of 12 little roosters is probably not going to happen anymore. But imagine seeing 12 little roosters and Hideo Kojima being in that entire series. Though that being said, if it turns out he was the evil one all along, you'd need about five episodes. Because <laughs> that's the Metal Gear Solid guy, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. It is the Metal Gear Solid Death Stranding guy. Yeah, it would take at least five. Ten. Yeah. Well, that being said, someone else would be writing it, so you know what? It might. Look, Hideo, I love you as a game designer, man, but sometimes your stories might need a little bit of compressing. You don't need to tell everyone everything. But if you don't tell them everything, you'll have some people complaining. Uh, well, they can go back to their Call of Duty with absolutely no storyline, even though they put a fucking single-player campaign in. Eh. Anyway, let's, with that that's, there... That's more for they can be trained to, to drive drones. Hmm. Yeah, so they can go and kill people remotely and they wouldn't have to worry about it. Join the army. No, anyway. They, they just wouldn't know they were. They'd just attach it to the Microsoft accounts. And go, this is your new mission, take out this. And like, oh yeah, look, I got a new mission on Call of Duty. I wouldn't, if they had drone cam, but if they had drone functionality in Microsoft Store and it just randomly deleted itself, you know. <laughs> that'd be fun. military based, it'll probably last a lot longer. Ah, well, yeah. Right, with that then, with that little bit of trivia for you to then try and either pass into your head or to try and shit out of your brain. Wait, what was the trivia? That Masayoka owned the company. No, not Hideo Kojima. That was just something else entirely. Talk about passing stuff in the brain and out of the brain. Right, let's move on to what's been played. What's been played? Right, Dean and Steph, you both Mm. sound like you were going to talk about the same game today, so off you go. Not Minecraft Dungeons or Warframe? Well, if that's what you were going to talk about, then uh, yeah, go. Minecraft Dungeons. We've all played it, but you know. Minecraft Dungeons. For those who don't know what Minecraft Dungeons is, what is it? What game is it? It's like a Diablo-style version of Minecraft, where you've got dungeon, collect, clear dungeons and do raids and save the world from pillagers. And kill lots of things, right? Yeah, zombies and... Zombies, and all the... skeletons, creepers, pillagers, end, um, endermen, um, yep. golems. Um, uh, I'm quite surprised there's no ravengers in it that I've noticed so far. Uh, yeah. No, there is the necromancer things, and Those some things. and something from the end, but not the end dragon. The Enderman. The well, yeah, there's the Enderman, but I was thinking more of the heart of Ender, the final boss of the game. But you know, oh, the that weird amulet thing that keeps regenerating. Mm. Yeah, it's some kind of Ender object, the heart yeah. of Ender, or it's one of the Ender object. Um, and yeah, there's normal mode. Once you beat the Illager, it then goes to Adventure, and then Adventure into Apocalyptic. Yes. Three difficulty um, modes. Uh, apocalyptic is still freaking hilarious. It's actually getting quite easy now that I'm at 104 gears go. Mm. So, yeah, I can do Apocalyptic. Sort of. Still wet my pants every so often because it goes, Oh, here's an enchanted mob that's immune to your damage. It's like, oh, no. No, game. It's got thorns. It's got protection. It's got reflection. It's like, no, game. That's just plain me. Yeah. This is based on the idea that um, there is, well, enchantments. Basically, it's got its different way of doing gear from other ARPGs. It's using the most of the enchantments you can get in normal Minecraft. Mm. Um, it's, they're just modified, some of them slightly. 
but the mobs can get enchanted by other by the fucking spellcaster. Yeah, that's I've just realised actually when you think about it, there isn't like how in other Diablo likes or ARPGs they have you know on harder difficulty levels you then start to get creatures that just have special abilities. That doesn't really happen in Minecraft Dungeons, does it? It's just generally if something gets enchanted by the enchanter. No, the uh, in Apocalypse there is enchanted mobs. There's enchanted mobs in all of them. It's just rare at the beginning, and by apocalypse, it's like, oh, high enchanted mob. At the, at the normal mode, it's basically you only get it at the highest difficulty. Yeah. Um... What is six? One through six, and then next tier, one through six, next tier, one through six. But mm. in this one, you get necromancers at like tier one. Thanks, game. Yeah. That spawn creepers. Like, tons and tons of creepers. And they can spawn enchanted crook mobs as two. Like, hmm, thanks, game. <laughs> Every like 15 seconds, it spawns a new enchanted. It's like, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but... it's uh, I've been enjoying It's been pretty fun. There's, mm. there's only 11 missions at the moment, but there is a lot. This is the two DLCs that you get with the heroic bonus. But there's going to be DLCs at some point. Well, there is. I mean,. Sitting there right on the map screen is an area that says that it will be coming in a future DLC. That I island don't... island something or others. And when you got the game pass, it said there's going to be at least two DLCs that comes with it. Which will probably be one of them. Yeah. Mm. I'm actually going to play Minecraft on this at the moment. Ah, yeah. So you said your gear score is what now? Uh, one sec. It's 104, 102. Like and what's the, what's the max that you can get on this? Now, because well, I've only played Ill- on the first difficulty. Well, on apocalyptic mode, it says the Illager is ninety-seven, recommended. Right. So I'm gathering one one ten is going to be the cap, because mm. it seems to be around fifteen points after the Illager, recommended. Yeah. Is the max cap. Yeah, which it just to, for for those who are unaware on this as well, the way that it deals with gear is it basically deals with it the, the destiny way. Everything has a your six gear slots, which are a weapon, an armor, a bow, and three artifacts mm-hmm. combined together to grant an average power level. Uh, yeah. And then the difficulties that you are able to choose and the loot that you get are based on that power level. Well, it says the minimum requirements for Torment 6 on, well, I say Torment 6. Uh, IV on. That's 4. VI? VI is 6, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, VI on apocalyptic mode. It says the Illager's gear score is around 97. So, yeah, I'm just going to base it off that. It's gonna, I've got 103 at the moment. 104 tops, but I haven't got all my gear to 100 and odd. Mm. So it's going to be early 100s where it's going to be capping out soon. I'm going to say. I've just got to find the new the items that I want then. To fight the Yelladger again. Like the armor and items that I want. Mm-hmm. At the right score. What I do like. The uh, thingy crossbow. I've got the bow that allows you to fire soul bows. Or soul arrows. And knock the enemies back. And mm-hmm. if they have thorns in their armor. It, you know the items that like, have arrows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the artifacts. If the mob is enchanted. The artifacts ignore that. So if they've got reflection or something, and you've got an artifact that does damage, it doesn't, and it doesn't damage you in the process. Mm. 
So it's just a thing to keep in knowing what to attack certain things with. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. You can pick up on the Game Pass for a quid, is it? The... So Game Pass currently, or Game Pass for PC, is currently your first month is a pound slash a dollar slash another dollar slash one whatever your world currency is. Oh, that's a billion. And then, and then for the for the UK, it's then three ninety nine a month from there. And as D said, Minecraft Dungeons is currently part of Game Pass for PC. So uh, yeah, that's that's there. Anything to add, Steph, or have you got something else you want to talk about? Okay, I, I liked Minecraft Dungeons, but there's one letdown for me. Go for it. I, I thought think it I was going to have. I thought it was going to have classes. Yeah. That's... There wasn't really classes. No, well, there are no classes. I mean, this it's is basically something... depend on what you're your everything. Yeah, hmm. something. This was kind of brought up by Jim Sterling. He had a Jim Pressions video, and he's basically he's not being kind to the game. He says the game is fine, but a Minecraft game is meant to be better than fine. Yeah. In, That's what in I mean. his, to me, his it is a fine game. It. Minecraft itself, I find, is more entertaining. Yeah. yeah, don't yeah, don't get me wrong. I like Minecraft Dungeons. May not have sort of played it since that time that we did it for the Wheel of Wednesday, but you know, I did enjoy it. I'm just looking. There's it's... something there. There's it's missing some form of substance, and I think classes may have helped in regards to that. That's what that's what other ARPGs. But then, if can you do. actually look at like the trailers for it. You see basic classes mm. if you watch the trailer. Yeah, you see yeah. someone running around in a fucking hunter's gear while another person's running around in wizard gear, and it's like, oh, so there's classes. And then it just turns around and goes, no. No. What, well, it, what it is is those armors that you get provide benefits. Yeah. Like for the wizard, the wizard's armor, what reduces cooldown of artifacts. Yes. Yeah. Where and the hunter, hunter increases damage from bows. Um. Yeah. Uh. Pets. Mm. Um. The like you can have up to three pets. Well, and the then artifact. depending on which hunter thing is you get one. And of then them, there's uh... like the, the wither armor gives you life steal, where the other armor gives you like nin- ninja armor gives you attack speed or something like that, don't it? Yeah. My man. Yeah, because that's what I use. That gives you attack speed, but then you've got another armor that's like a bear suit, which mm. um, basically oh, gives the wolf you one. Uh, it's it's wolf or bear. It's not actually pets. If you actually read most of what it actually does, it um, it's basically a support armor. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we've got to be we've got to be careful. And this it means that each armor type. Let's forget forget the enchantments part of it. Mm. But it's like each armor type does. Or has an inherent bonus. It like it doesn't matter what level hunter armor you get. It's just that hunter armors by design grant you better abilities with using bows. Yeah, yeah. Just always. It's there's always the same three stats. It's just the amount is is different mm-hmm. per thing. Yeah. So like this scale mail that I'm looking at right now. Scale mail is f- health, damage reduction, and melee damage. So it's a tanky. Mm. That's a tanky armor. Yeah. Where my wizard armor is health, artifacts, and movement speed. Aura. Yeah. And the, 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 I guess the concern with this as well is because all these armors have different things, 
but the rate that you obtain items is so quick. Yeah. It, if if you were having classes, that would work better because you then know that certain armors and certain sort of weapons, I guess, would be useful for those classes. But because there's no classes, well, yeah, it's also uh, it like the soul armor. See, for me, it makes it more. You don't have to play with friends. No. Mm. It's literally sat there going, you don't need these people to get you anywhere. You could do mm. it all yourself. Yeah. Mm. It's the armors do synergize. Some armors and like the soul armor goes with the soul bolt, soul set because it's it'll help you gain souls quicker. What allows mm. you to use the soul stuff more often. Yeah. So there is sets of armors and weapons that all go together. Mm. But don't I mean, need to equip them. Yeah. I mean, if this is going to end up getting patched, I'd be very interested in it. If they're going to be adding more, that'd be cool. If they're going to be adding more and charging you every single time well. for it... Uh, oh, mm. I've heard... I mean, I hadn't experienced found... it too much, but pathfinding of enemies. I, I, path spawning of enemies? I seem to have a lot. Where mm. I'd go up to something, let's say the zombie spawner in one of the levels, and the zombies that have spawned are in the floor. I can't hit oh. them, they can't hit me. Mm. And it's like, well, what the fuck's going on here? Oh, I have had that a few times. Um, I've had to use my thingy bomb to destroy them. One of my ranged abilities. Like an ranged artifact. It goes into a huge area. It goes, mm. oh, you targeted the thing under the floor and killed it. It's like, Unless you don't have that, and then you're like, well, how the hell am I going to kill that fucker? Or can I kill that fucker? Mm. So but overall, it's not that bad. Except for when you're loading out the map, it goes, oh, look, you're in the lobby. It's like, Wait, no. I yeah, just it's, exited the map. It's had a the, couple of times where that's yeah. happened. Yeah, I just think the online servers aren't that good. Mm. Yeah. I don't the game, really expect many people to play online. The game is. When you click play online, it kind of feels like it's trying to put you with anyone who's playing online. Mm. Mm. I Okay, yeah, that's actually brought me to two rant points on this, actually. One rant point. If you're going to have a game that can be played offline and online, when you're in offline mode, have the pause button actually fucking pause the game. Yeah, you go to pause the game and you can get in. It's not pause, it's like a Dark Souls style. Oh, it brings up a main menu, but the game will still play in the background, so if you got hit by something, tough titties, bastard. Yeah, you hear it in the background like... And and secondly... Zombies raping my face. Yeah, and secondly, developers, really, stop being stupid now. You knew this game was going to be popular when it came out. Underselling the amount of servers because you might not have people or you might think that people aren't going to play, is silly. I know that the whole idea of server space for an online game is a crapshoot. And, you know, you may undersell it, you may end up having too much server space, and you've then wasted money, and you've got to scale it back later down the line. But if a game is supposed to be expected to be popular, wouldn't you risk having more server allocation? No company wants to do that. Yeah. Uh, no company that doesn't want anything other than profit, I guess. But anyway, it's, uh... that's that's my ranting about that. Believe me, later on down the line, they'll be Ryan ranting at something else. Should but... we just call this the Lion Rants? 
I maybe just have a now just a separate feature title at one point just called Ryan Rand Rand Rand. And then, you know. Welcome to the Ryan Rants. We're Ryan Rants, how may we help you? Yeah. Hey look, no, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice about a game first before I rant Jesus. Well I do like the, the look of the game. And the music and stuff. Well, it's, it's very Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. It, it is very Minecraft. In fact, like... it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if C one eight six or whoever they were called that made the music for the original Minecraft game did the soundtrack for this. It is a very Minecraft game. Um, that's a, that's its plus side. Is it, it at least fits with the Minecraft universe? It's like. Mm. It fits with the storyline, it fits with ah, the universe. C418, by the way. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't added any new particular blocks that they're designed with. They're designed with the blocks that you already have in Minecraft, largely. Yeah. So it's not That's like... That's a lie. What's a lie? The fact that he's just saying they basically designed the whole thing using Minecraft blocks, it's a lie. If you it's... actually check the floor you're walking on, it's you've got dirt with blocks in it. You don't have that in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I thought... I saw yeah, that they, the... they, it's not done in the Minecraft engine. It's made yeah, to look like not, Minecraft. Um, yeah, it's made to look like it. It's definitely not. Just just to give you Minecraft. this, it was it was done in Unreal Engine. Mm. I thought that was... Um... Oh yeah, it wouldn't have made sense though. I saw that as quartz blocks. Uh, not rock. Yeah, and you still see quartz with dirt in it? Mm, true. This is going straight over my head because I haven't played Minecraft in years. Quartz, quartz is in another. It's another uh, material. I see. Uh, and you're a noob. Anyway, so we've I talked about see Minecraft Dungeons. a noob in the chat. What do you want to talk about, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I want to talk about uh, the game that I was playing like the day after Minecraft Dungeons came out because I've been waiting for this for months. Oh, that it's fun, a fun. Fantasy Star Online Two. You know, you... months and months after its announcement from like the Xbox presser at E3, when they used to go to E3 to do the Xbox pressers rather than just doing it somewhere else in LA and claiming that they were at E3 but weren't. Yeah. You know, when they when they were the reason for day minus one of E3, which you know annoys me. But then again, uh, what doesn't? Yes, um, and then we'll get to that the, point. Come on. The, does that annoy you? Does what? Dessert. Dessert? Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah, it depends. If it's not cold enough for a cold one, or if it's not warm enough for a warm one. Or if the yogurt's slightly lumpy. Um, or it says it's uh, this type of dessert. No, that's clearly not the dessert. Dipshit. Mm. Yeah. Or if they bring you a dessert and it's like a, it's a crisp and it's like, that's not dessert, that's savoury, dickhead. Move on. Anyway, we'll get to what Ryan's actually angry about later. Um... So, yeah, they announced Fantasy Star Online. They announced it was going to be one of their Microsoft Play Anywhere games, which meant that you'd have shared access between the Xbox One and the PC. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what better way than an MMO? That actually makes sense, because it's all just server-based storage anyway. So as long as your, your PC and your Xbox One ports are good, then everything will be fine. And they said, oh, yeah, it's going to be available for everyone to play soon and then sega came out and said uh just to clarify this is going to be in north america we have no intention of releasing it in europe 
they didn't say we have no intention of releasing it in Europe at this time, mm. which then pissed off a lot of people because the last company that tried to do their our, our Japanese games aren't good in Western audiences was Nintendo, and they got humbled. And then take into account that the biggest franchise that Sega have got in the West at the moment is Sonic the Hedgehog. No, it's not. It's Yakuza. Uh, it's a, a game that apparently does not do well in Europe. I'm going to call bullshit. Oh, yes. Billy Bullshit has turned up and is sat right next to me. Hi, Billy. How's it going? <laughs> ah, yeah. I thought so. But it's like, um, yeah, the West. Uh, it's like when you watch an anime and stuff. You go, oh, look, you need a North it's like, no, I like my anime. Mm. Well, even you like bits of anime. Mm. But J- JRPGs are apparently not well received in Europe. Persona sells well. And that's about as Japanese as you can get for an RPG. Yeah. Uh, well. SMT games by a whole are actually, a lot of them are cult classics and don't sell mm. well, but Persona is an exception to that rule. Persona's pretty fucking big. Is it Persona 3 you shoot yourself in the head? That's one Persona game, D. <laughs> yeah. It's one Persona game. That was number three. And that one wasn't popular in Europe, actually, to be fair. To be fair. Yeah. The that was did. that was a cult classic, and that was a Vita cult classic rather than anything else, or a PSP cult classic. Um, <laughs> Persona yeah, and 4 and is, 5 I, were big. I've never played any of the Personas, but I've watched Personas. Yeah. It is one of those games where you can watch. I mean, granted, to be honest, it's almost like watching, you know, eight seasons of a show because, you know, 140 hours is generally a minimum amount of time for one of them games. Yep. Um, but, it's like an interactable thing. Well, yeah, it's a life simulator and an RPG at the same time, and people love that stuff. Imagine playing The Sims and then suddenly you had to, you know, you had to rescue one of your sim friends from a dungeon within 28 days or they die that would make that game so much cool I'd let him die <laughs> I mean to be honest some people would, some people would probably see the uh, the portal to the nether dimension or whatever they'd, they'd, they'd call it, the metaverse or, or something in the sims and they'd probably just build a swimming pool around it and take the ladder out um, that's something I would do yeah I know exactly, that's why I said it <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, to wrap this back round to Fantasy Star Online, even though Sega of Europe turned around and said, you know, this ain't coming out in Europe, the people behind Fantasy Star Online turned around and said, just so you know, it's not region locked. And everyone went, oh, sweet, that's cool. And then they said it's a Windows Store exclusive and people went, oh, shit. Um, so yeah, I changed my region on my Windows 10 computer, turned it to United Not States, me. and there it was in the store, ready for me to download, and I was like, oh yes, I can get into this game, because I played Fantasy Star Universe on the Dreamcast way back when. when and now, what Ryan doesn't know is after this podcast, Microsoft has blocked his account completely. Yeah, they'll just turn around and say, hey, you're based in the UK, you're only allowed to use the UK store, and then they'll, you know, then it'll happen. But no, anyway, Fantasy Star Online is the just, MMO. Just to let you know as well, all, all viewers, um, Ryan knows all of you that have done this. He has all your names and all your account names. Yeah, he's part, I. He's grassing you all up. Yeah, that's what you get for posting all you, you know, posting the fact that you did it on Twitter and Reddit and stuff like that. It's called basically leaving a digital footprint. Anyway, um, 
yeah, download the game. It's an MMO based That's... off the old, old Fantasy Star RPGs for the Sega Mega Drive and Master System. That's if you've got Windows 10. Well, we... what? Uh... He hasn't got Windows 10, remember? Yeah, I know. It's a Windows Store got... exclusive, Windows 10. I did mention it. Yeah. But... but it's... That was the annoying little bit for me with that of get Game Pass thing. It's like, oh look, you need Windows 10. It's like, oh look, I don't have it. Oh look. Yeah. Well, Windows wants you on Windows 10. That's why they give it away for free for nearly two years. Um. They never give me the option. Were you on Windows 8? Yes. Then you should have. We'll talk about that after the podcast somewhere. But anyway, MMO. You play the game, and it's basically. Well, it's like Monster Hunter, in a sense. Um, Monster Hunter. Just the, the, it's a Monster Hunter game, as in it's sort of like subgenre. Because Monster Hunter is a Monster Hunter game. It's just the Monster Hunter game. The OG. Yeah, but it has the idea behind it is it has a bit of dungeon crawling bits in this as well. And it's third person, it's sort of over the shoulder, you can switch between modes, you've got various classes, your standard RPG fare, you know, your sword wielders, your magic users, your ranged pussies, me. Um, you wrote I was going to say, don't that call them mage? No, force is what they call their mages in this, but they also have summoners as well, um, and stuff like that. I've rolled a hunter, which has an automatic rifle, a grenade launcher, and a gunblade as their starting weapons. And is the biggest coward you'll ever meet. Hey, we provide the damage. We provide the utility. To To what? To all the little creatures that come crawling around, you can just basically send them flying. Because your job is is, is to prevent everyone from getting overwhelmed by all the millions of tiny things. But I'm going to say you fail. No, I succeed very well, actually. Thank you very much. And um, uh, you I've take on. No, oh, well, you haven't played the game, so whatever. So can't can't fail to someone who doesn't try. Anyway, um, what the general bit size that you'd go through fail, the dungeons and you do the you do the little killing all the tiny mobs, and then you'll end up as a party at the end boss, which is like Monster Hunter at this point, giant health bar that you can't see, and millions of weak points, and you have to basically find the right weak points at the right situations to make sure the thing doesn't absolutely destroy you and your party, hence a Monster Hunter game. But uh, yeah, I like the the game. Sometimes it deals with that old JRPG problem of being a free-to-play game, though, of just absolutely ram raiding you with all these items that will be useful but then will run out after a few days and their premium stores and stuff like that but you don't need to use it much if you're clever you can just do what you need to do in it and everything's fine and you know the way that partying works in it is is nice everyone has a four-man party that you can just run but some missions do require you to go on to what they call multi-party stages where then three groups of four people will end up on the same map and they'll help each other until they get to the boss, at which point it goes back to just being your your party. And Mm. it's one of those nice MMOs where you can take the MM out of it. The online. Uh, No, no, take take the MM out, yeah, the massively multiplayer, because 
they have NPCs and NPCs do a bang up job on their own. And you can just, once you get far enough into the game, just have a party of NPCs, provided no one else is hiring those NPCs at the same time. And, you know, everything's everything's good. And, it, you know, it all works. So what's not great is when, after a couple of days of playing it, you go onto your computer and find that the game's fucking deleted itself. Uh. In the biggest of big bugs, Microsoft Store doesn't communicate very well with games that are not installed on the primary drive. And most people install their games on a separate drive from their operating system, either onto like an SSD, so because it loads faster, or just onto another drive so it isn't crippling the speed of the operating system by having a bunch of fucking games next to it. Yeah. So it... Microsoft, <laughs> you should have learned this from people ten years ago. Wait, seeing that Microsoft also sell you SSDs big enough just to hold Windows, shouldn't they also kind of learn that themselves? Yeah, but they haven't. Because the Microsoft Store sits there, after a game's closed, it tries to sync it somewhere, realises the game's not on the drive that it thinks it's on, and goes, oh, well, that game must be corrupted, and just deletes it. Um, Sega (sighs) and Microsoft have also got their own problem with the fact that apparently there are cases, uh, you can check it on Reddit and on Twitter, and it is on the official Fantasy Star Twitter that they are dealing with this, of the game replicating itself like malware. Ooh. So people will, you know, like most MMOs, they're about 80 gigs of space these days. Yeah. But you go play the game, you turn it off, and when Windows doesn't decide that it's corrupted, it then just reinstalls the game on the hard drive at the same time. So your 80 gigabyte game is now 160 gigabytes. Yeah. And then you play it again, and you turn it off, and then it becomes a 240 gigabyte game, and you're like, whoa, whoa, hold on, what the hell's going on here? Why, now, is my, why is my hard drive getting eaten? Yeah. Now, to their credit, Sega and like, the Fantasy Star Online team are working to fix the bugs. Microsoft is going the following. La 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 la, can't hear you, can't hear you. Our, ga- our game's great, our game's great. Windows 10, go, go, go. La 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 la. Mm-hmm. Fantasy Star, you could do so much better than making it a Windows Store exclusive. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm also on the idea that people who are just turning around saying, I refuse to get it unless it's on Steam. Yeah, well, keep waiting. It's not happening. It's an exclusive. Uh, Uh, But Steam's great. Steam does this. Steam does this. Steam can't tell the difference between sexual content and female protagonist, and they think they're one and the fucking same. Oh, sorry. I'm heading into Ryan Rants again. I finally got rid of Steam telling me that all these games are what they recommend to me because they contain sexual content. Hmm. No more Paradise VR, that's not appearing. But what it is doing is showing me anime kawaii girls in games, and it's saying female protagonist, and then I look at all the screenshots, and it's titties everywhere. Mm. So they've just replaced the tag. That sounds like your type of thing. No, 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 no. I like games with strong female protagonists in who don't always need to get their tits out. Bit of nuance and a bit of character building. That doesn't sound like you. Hmm. Steph, you keep saying that, mate, but when was the last time you saw me play a game that was just full of tits that wasn't The Witcher? I, I don't tend to go to you ask that much to watch you play games. Ah, uh, yeah, but I stream half the games on Discord. Yeah, nowadays. I don't tend to watch half the shit you put on Discord. Oh, I don't tend to watch half the shit you put on Discord either, so uh, we're all even. Well, yeah, that's what I'd say. I, to be honest, I don't tend to stream that much on Discord, so... Mm. Yeah, I uh... think I've got one, on, oh, one up here there, mate. Ah, uh, this is the confrontational podcast. Uh, yeah, 
Um, this week's why, why are you just cranky because he's not? He's not. Oh, Steph, it. did you did you put there is no class system in the wiki for Minecraft Dungeons? By the way, can I just I just see it there? No, why? Because it's just there, right in the middle of the gameplay. That in fact, there's really uh, for a game as big as Minecraft Dungeons, the wiki for the Minecraft Dungeons page is very light, almost like the content light. in Minecraft Dungeons. Ayo. Well, uh, the Epic Game, well, yeah, it's Borderlands Handum Collection is the Epic Game for the week. I mean, what what is this? Unlike Minecraft, Minecraft Dungeons has no mining or crafting. Well, true. Yeah. True. Silly people. Silly people. It's the fact that Minecraft's the Mojang and Mojang... Yeah. Mm. Part of the Mojang brand. What deafens you when you start the game up? Yeah. Deafens you, don't deafen me. Uh, right, well, I think we're probably going to go to the wrap-up at this point, and since it's a bit shorter than normal, I think we'll actually explain what will be coming up this week on Immaterial Gamers. Okay. So, uh, yes- nose. yesterday will have been Persona 5, Episode 8, where Duncan and Andrea finally get to King Kamashida and look to, to try and kick his ass for being oh. a pervert. Um, okay. Uh, obviously, as today is the podcast. Wednesday, or tomorrow, the Wheel of Wednesday returns, where I sit there and talk about that spin rhythm game that I've been playing all weekend. Uh. I said I didn't want to talk about it much on the podcast because. That's what I recorded, and I'll talk about it then instead. Uh, Thursday okay. will be the full house edition of Team Fight Thursdays. Basically, uh, every TFT player, uh, Immaterial Gamers, and Sapphire, and a bot. You're going to upset Craig again. Yeah, well, yeah. Craig, the spoilers, Craig doesn't do well. Um, but what do you expect? It's a bot that only says game. now recording. He didn't do that bad for his first game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I. I hope that he does improve. If we get some machine learning in, he might actually beat us all one day. But uh, yeah. happening. Yeah. Friday. Possibly Steve returns with oh, uh, with Warteable. He's not been around for a few weeks. He might turn up. Uh, Maybe. But Saturday, play session will be You Don't Know Jack. We took a break because we put the room in over the weekend. Some more puzzle solving there, but and but we'll we'll do another recording of the room too. We'll try and reduce the time between the room two's episodes. It was about three months since we last like did the room and then did number two. But uh, I tried. I know, I know. We we tried and then things just didn't get in get there. I blame Avaya. Yeah, yeah, I I I blame Jack. Um, I blame society. That's what you meant to say. And then. Sunday will have episode five of uh, Disco Elysium. What will me and D do? Who knows? We haven't got a plan. That last thing we did, we were thinking of either firing up the coals of a strike or trying to get the strike to stop. Either way, it doesn't look like it's going to go well for us and we'll probably fail more checks. Yeah, we haven't been doing well on checks. No, we failed on a 72% check. That hurt. It did. I had to use a nose of fed. Yep. So, uh, I was like, oh, 72 percent chance. We'll do well. No. Yeah, yeah, we can't fuck up now. Red flash. Ugh. Yeah, we've done, yeah, we did do the epic one of we had less than, less than a 50 percent chance and it critted. And I was like, yeah. Yay. Yeah. 
mean piece of shit. I mean, that being said, you could have a hundred percent chance, and if you get a double one, that's still a failure. So you know. Yeah, snake size. Yeah, bastards. But uh, yeah. So with with all that, if you like what we do, do the usual: like, share, subscribe, click the bell, click the bell with the one that it notifies you on all the videos, not just the one where it just notifies you on the videos that it thinks you want to watch, and then it'll never show you them ever. Yep, some of the channels that I've subscribed to have had that happen. Uh, just window, Windows, YouTube decides what you want to watch and what you don't want to watch. I mean, I it, showed, it showed me NASA's channel this weekend, and I did want to watch a spacecraft go up in the sky. I know there's a few YouTubers that have an issue with um, the YouTube's um, thing of the little, little, little advertisement. Oh, they're not getting any, so they're no longer getting paid. And yeah, and ad, they, ad, apocalypse they, the fourth. And when they and when they ask YouTube about it, they go, "Oh, we'll fix it." And then when next time you watch the video, there's about twenty. God damn it! There's too uh, many adverts. Yeah, there's too many adverts in it, and it's like, well, that's the only way we can basically make back the money you've lost. Yeah, just mad, just mad. So, but you know, the first step: click the bell. Shows the videos and you just watch them, put them on the background. I don't care. I mean, we do care. I care, but we don't care. Now, while we wreck your head with that, you know, remember the podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever else you get your podcasts. Stupidfy. You know, if there's a podcast provider called Stupidfy, yeah, you can listen to it there. Uh, I think, uh, think you'd have a problem with that. Possibly. Disturbed. Yeah. yeah, well, it's up to them. If they get stupefied, I'm coming back again. Yeah, well, you can't trademark stupefy. Yeah, true. Someone, someone will try, probably. I mean, a guy did trademark the word edge, so, you know, any stupid thing can happen. But, with that as well, I'd like to thank Dee and Steph for bearing with me this week. Yeah. I've been a very... Yeah. Been a very angry Ryan this weekend. Have you? Just, really yeah. Difference? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, all right. In that case, Steph, I've been a very normal, annoying, angry Ryan this week. You, again, still not really much of a difference between annoying and mm. normal. Oh. I don't know whether I should appreciate that or poo poo it. To be honest, I don't get where you're getting annoying from. No, he's been ranting and all that. He's been a ranty Ryan. My my ranty Ryan's can sometimes come up out as, as annoying just as much as it come up as entertaining. That's why I call you anti Ryan. Uh, fair enough. That is actually, I guess, if that's a term of endearment, then sure, I'll take it. Not really, but okay. <laughs> oh, um. So then we, we 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 we've got talkative D and contrarian Steph. It's great. Uh, I was gonna say that Warframe glass thing. Or is that for another time? There we discussed Nightwave when it came up. Okay. Last time we talked about Warframe, so don't worry about Last it. Last week. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought I'd think assume it's a thing that's been happening recently. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, if you're playing Warframe, Nightwave's still going. So keep playing. And keep uh, going, I've, Dreamers. I, I, I've caught up to all the weekly, so I'm just waiting for all new quests. Mm. Yeah. Keep dreaming, Dreamers. Yeah, keep on dreaming, dreamers, and for God's sake, please don't kill each other. No, really, I mean it. Dear God, mm. the world is a fucking mess. But murder. Let's try and get it back. 
I'm trying to do it for years and why are you stopping me now? Murder and Mayhem. No, no why? Murder and Mayhem. But Murder and Mayhem. We'll see you next week. Butchie!